Okay. Are we recording? Are you ready? Are you going to do your, your intro? Or are we oh. doing... Am, am I doing the intro today? Well, well, oh, yeah, the intro. Right, okay. <laughs> to the podcast. I'm very sorry, everybody, but I've got a blocked ear and toothache and it's it's knocked me off. Do you want me to do the intro today? No, I can do it. I, just I can ramp with the best of them. All right, go on then. That'll be interesting. <clears throat> I've got this overwhelming urge to flash. <laughs> oh, wait. Always your boobs. Hello and welcome to Life Laundry Podcast with me, Chippy, and me, Gemma Bray, with a dodgy ear. Gemma's broken half her face, so I did the intro today. It's not as easy as as you make it look, Gemma. Well done for that. She's wibbling her ear and she's got a sore tooth. It's basically the left side of your face is a write-off. The left-hand side of my body has always been my weak side. Does it? I think... I've broken my left collarbone. Oof. Left sinus <laughs> always gets blocked. Left side of my mouth always has problems and my left ear always gets blocked. And I burst, I have burst my left eardrum in the past. Well, that's cheery, cheery way to start. I've, I've touched wood. I mean, I think I've sprained my ankle a couple of times and I think it has always been the left. But I think once you do one... It's a bit weak it's not i think of all the bones to break um the collarbone is the worst my father-in-law um has sort of got more and more stoopy as he aged and he was an alcoholic and so we just sort of assumed it was his body swirling in on itself but then it turned out that he had broken his collarbone at some point because he used to fall over a lot so he's in and out of hospital because he'd fall over. Yeah. PFO for any any uh, medical listeners. Pissed and fell over. Oh, is that what that means? Yeah, PFO all the time. And at one point they were like, yeah, he's broken his collarbone, but it's reset itself. So he'd done it years before. And just it had been one of the times that he hadn't gone into the hospital and just walked around with a broken collarbone. Uh, obviously self-medicating on booze and it reset and that was partly why he was so hunched because I think it had just I think probably you hunch naturally because it's so fucking painful and then yeah well that's how you stay mine wasn't broken so I had a car crash and it was the I was a passenger so it was the seatbelt yeah completely broken until I arrived at hospital I was 13 and they said we're just gonna x-ray your collarbone collarbone and pushed both of my shoulders down, and then it broke. Oh, I'd be pissed. And then I fainted. <laughs> Is that your doorbell? Yeah, Mike will get it. Mike will get it. Do you have a man to get it for you? So today, we are going to do Gemma Bray's Life Laundry Desert Island Discs. Now, Gemma, do you want to tell the laundrettes, or shall I? What? Have you ever listened to before like last night? Had you ever listened to Desert Island Discs before? Um, no, um, and I have still only listened to the first 10 minutes of Keir Starr. So, I would have thought that when you come out of the womb as the British person, yeah, they insist on you listening to at least 10 hours of Desert Island Discs. I mean, I also it's rolled people. It's an institution. I much prefer Terry. I prefer Terry. <gasps> Terry gave me a shout out once. 
it was like did he he's been on desert island discs yeah he's been on it yeah but you were talking about his name still alive so so sad i bet the pandemic wouldn't have happened if terry wogan was still around and alan titchmarsh a very interesting fact about alan titchmarsh is that yeah "Mm." he what never says "Mm." You know, oh, that's he, good. He can actually go, um, um, he never does. Yeah, yeah. The okay, I'm now going to obsessively watch. He's probably been very well trained. My, uh, he lives near my mum and his wife was helping with the school play for something. And my mum and I had this massive argument because she she became friends with my mum and she was like, it's Titmarsh. <laughs> and I was like, no, no it's it's really titchmarsh and she was like no it is titmarsh and so we had this proper as you can when you're a teenager well not even a te- yeah, teenager 13 year old with your mum do you know what I mean you can't just let it go and be like well embarrass yourself with your titmarsh and then come and apologize we had like a full-on row about it and then she came back and she was like what is titchmarsh I was like don't go it's titmarsh isn't it sounds like a move anyway Gemma Bray's Desert Island Discs. So for anyone else who doesn't know, you've got to pick eight songs, mm-hmm. one luxury, one book. But Gemma forgot about the book, so we're going... She's going to think about that. Going to add it in at the end. Obviously, if you're a real superstar celebrity, some people have been on Desert Island Discs twice and you get to change oh. your records so, so don't feel the pressure Gemma it's very difficult yeah um, and I know everything I say your face is going to do this oh. yeah now I grew up with family meal times us ruminating on our desert island discs oh. so I feel like you know you don't have that head start we didn't have family meal times no. <sighs> you were in the chippy I was upstairs in the flat my mum would like the flat above the chippy, my mum would chuck a portion of chips up my way or a pound to go down the sweet shop, which is why I've got so many fillings, which is why I need to go to the dentist. She should be paying for your dental bill still. It's all her fault. So while you jiggle your ear, I should t- say Gemma's, Gemma's got her hair in a top knot. You look like somebody today. <gasps> you look like... Who? Oh, my God. Please say... Just... Please say... Zoe Deschanel. I don't know who that is. I'm going to Google it. Zoe. Zoe with a Y. Zoe. That's a silly name. Sorry. Sorry. But that is. We don't look unlike her. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. Right. So don't let her. She's got blue eyes. No, but it was someone. It'll come to me and I'll shout it and you'll be like, what? Right. So. Are you, do you, now, Am I doing because you, order? you should be doing them. So basically, how Desert Island Discs works for those who, like Gemma, have done other things with their time, not listen to the national treasure of Desert Island Discs. They kind of take them through the story of their life. But you don't have to do that. You can just tell us a bit about the song, why the song, like, for example, 
I the reason I wanted to do Desert Island Discs with Gemma is that 90% of the songs that I say that I'm listening to, Gemma has a dramatic story attached to. I forgot about that one. See, this is why it's difficult. So she's like, well, I can't listen to that anymore because of this happening. And I'm like, bloody hell, I don't have anything like that. So um put that back in. Oh, it's going back in. Okay. So the first one. Yeah. And we're going in. Do you think we should sing everyone? Because <laughs> usually in Desert Island Disc, they play a snatch of the song. Obviously, we can't do that. So the first one is... Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to hate this, aren't I? If he's going to be like, this is such a bad idea. <laughs> um, <laughs> Black-eyed peas. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, tonight's going to be a good night. Oh, I fucking hate that song. Why? Why? Okay. Yeah. Well, these songs, I don't necessarily like them all. Okay, but they've got a, they've got a memory. So for some reason, it always used to play on a Friday afternoon at 4.15 in the chippy, just as we were firing up oh. the fryers. Yeah. And it would be like, tonight's gonna be a good, good night. night. Because Friday night was always our busiest night. It was yeah. where I made most of the money. Yeah. And it was so, it, Friday nights were exhausting, but also amazingly good fun. So as you, so as that song, it was like, it was almost like kind of like a warm up. It was like kind of like the ramp. Yeah. For like Friday night because it's like adrenaline fueled and one of the reasons why I love working in the chippy is because the stress was very immediate yeah and limited yeah so like as soon as you shut the door the stress was that done. was it it wasn't yeah. like, like any other job where like oh I've got to do that in the morning I've got to go back and um yeah it was like acute yeah, acute stress like yeah it would get your adrenaline pumping so did you have both two kids at this point no so this is when um i was pregnant with tom okay so you'd be pregnant Gemma. yeah getting the fryers going yeah and i worked until i, I just couldn't sort of reach the fryer i couldn't reach and get the fish out anymore so that's when they retired me like a <laughs> like a heifer <laughs> go to your carving pen yeah and then we're like tonight's gonna be a good night and like my mum and dad would be getting out like the white news that that's what you wrap the, the stuff in and like we'd be like have you got enough peas on have you who's done the pies have you made the steak and kidney puddings we need more battered sausages they're already queuing up outside open the door amazing <laughs> i quite like that i mean i hate the song but i like i like the visual of yeah, it was funny because me and my mum and dad used to work with each other, we worked with each other for years. And um, my dad um, has got quite bad eyesight, but he hates anyone medical. So he, hate, he hasn't, won't go to the doctors. We're having, he's like in his early 70s and they got, they recently moved from Suffolk to Kent and they got the text from their Suffolk surgery to say that they could go and get the vaccine. Vaccine, yeah. And um my 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 mum was like oh uh, we're, we live in Kent now so the, the Kent are slightly behind Suffolk anyway yeah. my dad's got the fear and he's like I don't want to it's in it no and I was like if I have to take you and pin you down 
I will be taking you and I will one of one of my favorite memes going around at the moment is you can be anti it I can be pro it it doesn't fucking matter where your mask get the vaccine we can argue about it in the pub Um, yeah, so we used to work together, but he said his eyesight, and you didn't really need to go to the optician show, he used to buy those um, glasses from the supermarket. Oh, yeah. So people used to come in and be like, can I have, we used to sell chicken nuggets, we used to do six or nine, right? We're copied yeah. a very well-known fast food chain. Um, so it'd be like nine nuggets, and then it became obvious that everyone had to give him ten or seven nuggets, because he always used to lose a nugget. And oh. so cross-eyed because he obviously couldn't see. And he was in, he had his almost head in the fryer and it just became a running joke. And he's like, I'd be like, are those nuggets ready, dad? This person's been waiting a while. He's like, I can only find five. <laughs> <laughs> it was so nice. fun. I was, yeah, so that's why I remember when I hear that song, it reminds me of fond times. I'll cross that off my list. One has been taken off. Okay. What is your I should have a very I I should have a Desert Island Discs voice for this, but I don't have one. I'm not like you and Lauren and Kirsty. Um what is disc two? Oh disc two. This is no <laughs> <laughs> um, Rihanna and um, David Getter, who's oh. that chick? Who's that chick? Who's that chick? Uh, I don't know. I don't even know that. I don't even know that. Hold on. Hold I'm so pleased. No, oh God. No. I, th- I think there's a reason I don't know it. Who's... There we go. Wait, listen. No? No. Oh, sad chick. Oh, no. no. Well, okay, so why? Why would anyone listen to that? But more importantly, why would they take it on their desert island with them? Tell us, Gemma Bray. Because it reminds me of Mike. <laughs> it's gone down in my estimation. No, no, no. You have to hear the full story. <clears throat> so when Mike, Mike, and Mike used to live in New Zealand and I used to live in Suffolk, but we'd known each other for years before. And then one day he turned Can you tell the laundrettes my favourite thing about you and Mike? Do you want me to go back to the beginning and just make make it quick? No, I just want to... i just like to remind everyone... So Mike and I go back years and years... Who... I just want to remind everyone because we have a special group of laundrettes um, and it's called the gang of... I married a man who was usher at my first wedding... Yeah, so Mike was the usher at my first wedding. So when uh, I've known Mike since I was about 18. Um, and then I was obviously with my first husband and he came to the wedding. And we were just like really, really good pals. And then Mike moved to New Zealand. And then me and my first husband got divorced. Now, so I was a single mum. And, and one day he just happened to come home to visit me. And it wasn't to visit me, it really was. Um, Turned up and you'd got the fish fingers on. <laughs> Sounds rude. So real. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Lauren or Kirsty would, would, would lower it to that. They time. wouldn't. Anyway, anyway, so um and then he went back to New Zealand. And anyway, we, we 
both decided that we quite liked each other. So we thought it would be quite a good litmus test because Mike was like, should I move back to the UK? And I was like, well, I don't know. Don't base your whole life decision on me. I mean, don't do that. Don't do it just for me. (laughs) (laughs) So we decided to meet in the middle. So we met in Thailand, went to one beach club and that song was on in the background in the bar. And I was having such a lovely time. And I was so happy that whenever I hear that song, it reminds me of being in a beach bar in Thailand, hopelessly in love. Oh, stop it. <laughs> I hate that song less now, but I still won't listen to it. But was number two. Who's that? Chick? And what is disc number three? And cross off who's that chick. Um, so to go from hopelessly in love to hopelessly broken hearted. So the next oh. Beautiful South, a little time. And oh, God. <laughs> I'm never coming to visit you on your island. Where? What? On your island. Oh. I'm not coming to visit. If they're like, you can have a boat and you can go and rescue Gemma, but you have to spend 24 hours listening to her playlist. It'll be like, she'll be fine on her own. She's very resourceful. Beautiful South are good. I've got a real problem with the man from the Beautiful South. Why? I mean, I don't really know anything about them. I just, I just know that... Um, you know, do you ever take like the beautiful? What's he called? Do you ever take um, Paul Heaton? Do you ever ha- take offence to people just based on their face? And I don't say this lightly, as I'm a makeup artist. Should be no, but yes. Someone yeah, and have a face you want to slap. Yeah, and Paul Heaton. In fact, most of the members of the Beautiful South. The woman. <laughs> the woman always looks really smug. Uh, Paul Heaton, yeah. Oh. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm trying to be, I really try and be positive about most people and everything and to encourage people to love their faces. But I'm keeping Paul Heaton in my uh, Room 101. Oh, no, we've crossed over. Oh, okay. We'll do that. Let's do Room 101. Let's just have fun ourselves. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, so, um, so, I, so when my first husband um, left, I was heartbroken. I was going to sing it in the background whilst you told us the story over the top. On repeat. Because of the final verse. Mm -hmm. Actually very empowering, the final verse. You need a little time for your big head. No? Yeah, so the the start of the song is him. And he's like, oh, you know, I'm not happy in the relationship. I just need a bit of time, you know, a bit of space. You know, obviously she's, she's broken hearted. And then... The final verse of the song, she's like, you know, you've had, he comes back and he's like, I've thought it through and I do actually want to be with you now. And she's like, well, actually, I've also thought it through and I think you're a knob, so you can do one. And it love was, it. I clung on to that final verse. So I, I do love that message. Yeah, I clung on to that message really, really tightly. And I think the line that you needed a little room for a thousand beds, which I, yeah. I always thought meant he just went and slept around. Um, and you need a little, little room for your big head. Um, and she saw right through him. And I just thought, I great. had a relationship where he broke up with me and would take me back if I cried. Oh. Not, not in a weird way. That sounds like a sort of serial killer thing to do. But, like, he'd feel guilty because I'd cry. So we'd get back together. But I was never that into him. But I'd cry because it would be, like frustrating and upsetting and annoying and it's a normal reaction and if he'd left me alone I'd have been fine 
but we for years were in this like horrible cycle and it's exactly that thing of like quite often that that time that space makes you realize what you've been kind of blocking and there's a line in it that says your face has been looking like that for hours and that really used to you know when you're in a relationship and no one's really happy and everyone's just and it's just like will someone just make the decision will someone yeah make the call please yeah okay so what disc are we on disc four or disc five four yeah on four um Taylor Swift, look what you made me do. Oh, I don't even know that one. And I'm not adverse to Taylor. Ooh, look what you made me do. Look what you made me do. Oh, there's moves. I don't like your kingdom. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> it's like watching the Taylor and My favourite bit is the world moves on. Another day, another drama, drama. But not for me, not for me. All I care about is karma. Yeah. Blimey. she's got words that one yeah. so tell us why you would choose this um, so when i had covid19 supposed, mm -hmm. alleged supposed alleged yeah alleged, um i got fed up about day four no, i don't like sherlock just don't like it so i'm not gonna yeah. do it anymore i'm gonna stop it was a lovely it. time for all involved <laughs> and i decided that i was just gonna play taylor swift on repeat Ooh, look what you made me do, because it's quite feisty. Yeah. It going. Yeah. And uh, don't do that hand action. <laughs> it was meant to be punching the air. Um, okay. On repeat, and I remember sitting on that doorstep in the hot weather going, right, I'm not going to be there anymore. I'm not going to let this beat me. Um, yeah, so psychologically, it's my line in the sand. And now, if I need to fire up, if like, I'm having a bit of a, a low ebb, feel a bit wibbly wobbly I'll put <clears throat> Taylor Swift on and that nice. will be the first song that I listen to and uh, what I want to do is go onto YouTube and learn the dance okay she starts off as a zombie and then she's coming out as like I'm sorry the old Taylor can't come to the phone right now why because she's dead <laughs> I really want can you put on your when you're being the exercise woman the exercise motivator team tom motivator woman yeah. mrs motivator yeah i want you to learn the dance and put that outfit on and then do it for the laundrettes <laughs> i think we've we earned it it's going to be great <laughs> hair toss with that wig <laughs> being amazing yeah. so yeah taylor swift look what you made me do okay that was, number four. was that number four that was number four so what what is this why don't you what Kirsty would say is why did you tell us about disc number five but with a lovely scottish accent which i uh, can't do this is what i added in at the last minute um this is gypsy tramps and thieves by Cher. <laughs> now again one time i was listening to memory <laughs> i was listening to Cher once Cher, great Cher's greatest hits not pre-believe it's like her greatest hits that came out in the 90s i think early 90s load of bangers on there and i was listening to it and you were like oh no oh i can't listen to share tell us Gemma, what happened so but i'm surprised again i'm surprised you're putting it on your desert island 
Yeah. Um, so I was um, twirling around to gypsies, tramps, tramps and thieves. Look, I set the scene. Are we at a party or just at home? No, I'm at my, on my own upstairs in my bedroom. I was about 60. <laughs> I was having such a nice time. Um, and then um, what happened was my heart started beating <laughs> so fast. <laughs> um that um it wasn't a panic attack it was actually I was actually diagnosed with a proper medical condition which was supraventricular tachycardia um Tony Blair had it and at the time you and Tony so much in common yeah yeah I thought so um and so I went to hospital and they gave me with my mum drove me and I remember because <laughs> I was so panicked which wasn't helping the situation no right so but understandable and in my panic on the way to hospital, I had taken a loaf of bread out of the freezer. So I had a frozen loaf of bread on my knee in the car and I was just ripping chunks off the bread. Just anxious, like, <laughs> just going all over the car. <laughs> Your mum's a patient woman. I know. And then we went and then they couldn't bring it down with the drug. That they, and so they got the shockers out, you know, the... Yeah. Was that uh, just the sight of them enough to... Yes. They said, we have to shock your heart now, and that should restart your heart. I'm like, I don't think the sound of this. And then I pulled myself together, and the heart rate started to come down. Um, yeah. And then that is when I started a long history of panic attacks. So well, understandably. Any time, like, I didn't do any exercise for, like, two years, because any time my heartbeat went up a bit, I'm like, is it happening again? Am I having an episode? Um, and then I did have more episodes and my heart would go to like 200 beats per minute. And then, and then when I was 18, so a couple of years later, maybe three years later, they did um, an operation and they fixed it on the heart. But I was awake for the operation and it was like something out of Terminator or Handmaid's Tale. So they ha what they had to do was they had to cause an episode so they could see whereabout it's in the heart they had to um, do laser off this little flappy bit of skin which was causing a short circuit ah. so I was awake like this and I had oh. screens around me so I could see my heart beating so like <laughs> an anxious person it was like a nightmare and then they injected iodine up my groin so they could yeah. see it going around the heart brought on an, an episode and then at that point I begged for mercy and then they sedated me. Uh, however, however yep. since then, I have recreated the scene. It didn't happen again. Well, as you'd hope with your operation. Um, I feel like I also I owe you a public apology. Why? Because last episode we talked about the weird phobia. Oh, yeah. And lots of people been in touch. No, I'm on, I'm now slightly unsettled. Oh, <laughs> having been like Gemma's an idiot, I'm now like. Mm. Mm. Has it stayed with you in your head? It has a little bit, and mm. and it's not everything. And and the pictures of the hands and the feet. Is it the face? Have people made that, or is that a thing? Richard again no people I think it is superimposed I mean it's years since I looked at it it's not real I don't think I don't think because I was going into I was at the time I was doing abscesses and carbuncles yeah. and all of that so I was looking at gross stuff anyway and I said to Joe, there's a phobia and there's a bit of a there's a plant yes yeah I don't like that no and I've realized I've never liked it 
Is it Some the one with the big have... head? Yeah, and the whole. Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. yeah. I've walked into someone's house and I've had to move it out of the room. Yeah. <laughs> Can you please move that plant? I really don't like it. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Mm. And I realised I've never liked that plant, but I didn't know why. Anyway, so a public apology, Gemma, for. Um, <laughs> Um, minimizing my phobia you were fine yeah so it was literally my my reason for living minimize Gemma's feelings um right disc six we're on disc six already I've got two left oh no I've got three left elbow one day like this na 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 God, Chippy's given up on me. I say, take it, Chippy. You never listen to any of the Team Tom playlists because <laughs> I think they might send you over the edge. I did, I did occasionally, but I think in the early days, and Chippy said, "You like a lot of pop." Yeah, like I can see, I can see why that song is popular. Na, 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 there is an elbow song that I like. Drinking in the morning sun. It's not that. Shaking off the heavy one. I just want to kick him. <laughs> That's what that song does to me. I just want to kick him. Grounds for Divorce is the only song I like by Elbow. I don't know any other song by Elbow, literally. Oh. What song I've listened to. Well, Grounds for Divorce, go and have a listen. Um, so tell us, Gemma. I mean, I think I can guess why you want this song because it, it is uplifting. I can't listen to it personally, but I can see that it is. So when I was an antenatal teacher, I entered a, entered a competition to be antenatal teacher of the year, which I won. Oh, oh of course. Obviously. Oh, just spat on the screen. <laughs> Obviously. So it's just anyway, we had to we had to do a submission. So what happened was all of the people who used to come to my antenatal classes, basically you had to ask them to vote. So I basically right. coerced the win. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. So people had to vote for you. And um, I got through to the final and there was like four or five of us in the final. And what you had to do, you had to do a final submission where you had to do a video um, and what, you know, basically saying why you, want, you thought you should win. Um, and it was like, they were like, do a PowerPoint. I'm like, nah, I'm not doing a PowerPoint. That's boring. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take lots of clips of me teaching, lots of testimonials, lots of pictures of the baby. Obviously, I got permission. Lots of pictures of the newborn babies. And I put el the elbow song over the top. Oh, so yeah. it was like a montage. Oh. And then that bit where it goes, where it builds and it's like, were you implying it was legs no it sort of cut to like we had used to have these picnics in the park like hundreds of women used to come with their babies and it was just pictures of all of the community that i was very proud of anyway and it won and even mike who is like one of the not mushy people in the world says he can't listen to that song without it him thinking of me and it oh. makes me choked up second husband for the win <laughs> saying nice things doing nice things that's 
that's a nice reason I'll allow that one yeah okay good okay I've, I've, I've got three antenatal teacher of the year change. I've had a last minute oh. change oh oh okay yeah okay we're in okay yeah so Number what's seven. your next disc is this the one that's just been swapped out no Oh. Ed Sheeran, Bruno Mars, and Chris Stapleton blow. <laughs> it's heavy, heavy metal chips. I've never, it's not. I did. Bad, I it? I've it, never. I sent it to you once on WhatsApp and I said, I think you'll like this, and there was no response. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for being such an awful person. It's like, they, um, I really like, I went to see Bruno Mars once in Brixton before he became mega famous so I really have a soft spot for Bruno Mars I have a soft spot for Ed Sheeran because he used to live around the corner from me when I lived in Suffolk I don't know who Chris Stapleton is but he looks like a cowboy so that's all right by me but the reason why I really like songs I really like the video so go on to Google after this you, you know on you know on Leo Desert Island you're not gonna be able to watch the video no I know but I can see it in my head so in the video they've got they've taken three okay in your head it's playing Three women, three models, and um, they're oh, all how unusual. Miming three models. Okay, and it's great. You make me want to be a baby. I um, did that in a music video. Thank you very much. I did. My friend did a music video, and we all had to mime a, a line. And I think I was the only girl in the video, and it was shot in black and white. And I was wearing a very light pair of jeans. You look naked. Uh, in it, I look like I'm naked from the waist down. She's great. I'm sitting on a bench with someone from another band, just looking naked from the waist down. So that's that's great. Um, okay, well, so we've all got to go and Google. But it reminds video. me. It reminds me of pre-COVID times, getting on the train and going to London without really being scared of anything. Except, can I just, I don't want to be your mum. I, not your mum specifically, but a mum. Be like, but you were. You were scared of things. But yeah, yeah. I get it. Pre-pandemic life where you were scared of like, nice meetings in London. And that was concerning. Yeah. And now, you make can't me even leave your house. Baby. Ooh, it's a very good song. <laughs> God, I'd be like, show me that you're up to the parental responsibility, Ed. That's what I want to say. I would like to see you set up and use a bottle steriliser. That's what I want to see, Ed. That's what makes me want to make a baby. Surely show some responsibility before you knock up a model. Anyway, what's your next disc? Is it your last one? Are you yeah. sneaking in an extra one? No, so fine. you've swapped this one. Yeah. Oh. Oh. This is okay. the Beatles. Oh. Now, I don't actually know the name of the song. Oh, God. Honestly. I, 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 in my life. <laughs> it is a good one. That I will uh, I will come onto your island for just that one song. The, the one, have you ever heard the version where um, Sean Connery speaks over the top? No. So there's a weird version. I don't like the original version where the oh weird God. like harpsichord comes in. Ding 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 ding. ding. Yeah, oh my God. Oh. So there's this version where the beat that you, you hear the first bit 
There are places I read. And then Sean Connery reads it. And it is like, there are places I remember all my life. Oh, that's Irish. It's not Irish. <laughs> oh, some have changed. Some for better. No, some forever, not for better. And it just, and the reason why is because, and we're going to do a full circle. So I thought it was full circle. Why I switched it out. So the song where I was joyfully happy with David Guetta and Rihanna in my beach park in Thailand. Obviously, Mike and I had to go home. Yeah. Back to New Zealand. And I went back to um, Suffolk. And I heard this song and it, I thought to myself, what I'm going to do is I'm going to write the lyrics down to that song, right? Mm-hmm. And I put them in a card. I, right. I addressed the card to Mike. And if yeah. for any reason we never met each other again and we decided it wasn't worth continuing to communicate, I was going yeah. to that card. And it lived in my drawer for a good 18 months. Oh. Um, and I'm going to have that song at my funeral. The, um, please, the Sean Connery version, please. On your desert island, you're allowed, you get the Bible and yeah. the full works of Shakespeare. What other book are you going to take? Don't do that about the full works of Shakespeare. There is some good reading in there. Well, but it's just takes, it's effort, isn't it? It's effort. No, a cello clips along like a good one. Never read that. Uh, give it a go. Um... This is too hard, Chippy. It's too hard. It's too hard. I can't do it. I can't do this one. You can. No, I'm not doing it. I'm sorry, um, sorry, Lauren. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Mainly because I, I don't know, because the books that I like are real bubblegum books. Well, that's fine. You can get it. So I think I would cheat, right? And I think possibly what I would do on, is I'd get... Um, I'd get the Russia Chronicles by Jilly Cooper built by, bound together in one. The Da Vinci Code. Oh, I've never read it. So the Da Vinci Code. Yeah, I've never read it. Very good. Very very good book. Okay. That's all I have to say about that. That's all I have to say about that. That's all I have to say about that. Um. And you get to have a luxury. Can't be a living, breathing thing. And it can't be like a speedboat to get you off the island. Does, it have, does the island have running water and electrics? It's got, it's got water that you can drink. Is it a sandals resort? Mm, it's not a sandals resort, but it's not like one palm tree on a mound of sand with no water or... In that case, then... I would have um, a Chinese takeaway. Nice. That's what I'd have. I think that's a really good one. That has an endless, that has a beer pump. Nice. That sounds like a good one. I'm not sure if you're legally allowed that, but I, I'm, I, it's my desert island discs. Other than, so, that, other than that, a phone. No, you're not allowed a phone. <laughs> you're not allowed a phone, but you are. I'm allowing you your Chinese takeaway, Gemma Gray. And at the end, you are always asked, how will you, you're on this desert island, you've got your eight discs. Yeah. Oh, you've got your eight discs. If the waves came and took them all away, which one disc would you save? 
of the Beatles song. The, the, okay. And how are you? I'd be dying. So You'd be dying. <laughs> so are you be able to do your own funeral? Um, how are you going to feel on your desert island? Are you going to? Are you good at being on your own? Are you going to be fine? Fine. Yeah, fine. I feel. Are, are you sure? Well, how long am I on my island for? Forever. You've got to assume it's forever. Uh, yeah, I think it'll be all right. Um, and on that note, um, <laughs> I think you should just do your positive and not mine. What's your positive? For the What's week? yours? I haven't got one. Oh, come on. Your rug's just arrived. <laughs> my rug's just arrived, but I don't know if it's going to go with the rest of the room. It's a gamble, so I'm stressed about that. I've embraced... Your upcycling's going well. Going really well. I've embraced leggings, Chippy, for the first time in my life. I noticed that, and I didn't know how I felt about it. I was like, she's wearing leggings, but then her legs look like little dainty sticks poking out from under her hoodie. It's the wear and not the stirrer. <laughs> no, but I was like, look at it. I never thought of you as a leggings wearer. Well, no, I'm not a leggings wearer, but now... See, and I, then I was like, look at those pins. If I had them, I'd be in leggings. I've got a plan, you see. I can go from leisure to yoga without having to get cold. Well, got no heating. That's the active wear. That's why you see mums in their active wear. Exactly. Picking that's up the kids in my active wear. I'm brave active wear. What's your positive? Oh, fuck. Um, I had a really good one. It is every week. <laughs> I know. It's a, it's a surprise to me every week, isn't it? Although last week I did have my new cardigan and that was that was a bonus. It's really hard during lockdown to think of a positive, isn't it? No, I'm still alive. Um, I'm still alive and my family is safe. That's my positive. Um, I'm going to say that as an antisocial person, I literally speak to Gemma, my mother, my sister, and the people who enter my house if I have to speak to them. Oh, nice. I recorded something with one of my oldest friends last night who I haven't spoken to in over a year because we just text and I haven't seen him in longer than that obviously thanks Covid and um, it was lovely and I had a really nice time so if you're antisocial pick one person and chat with them and don't feel like I mean because I was just like I'm not doing Zoom I'm just not doing it anymore I'm done I've finished Zoom I'm not doing it anymore. But now, but then I was like, oh, this was this was genuinely nice. So, you know, don't feel I feel, feel like we overzoomed and now some of us are like, we're never doing it again. But pick your person yeah. and have a little zoom. Okay. Well that's, that's nice. my yeah. and on that note, I'm gonna go and get my ear bash my ear against a wall and get my filling sorted. Do you have any ear tips? Because yeah. you suffer with your ears, don't you? It's the only thing in my body that's dainty. My ear canals. Oh. My You've got, I've just seen your little legs. Ear canals and wrists, dainty. Um, but opt, opt, optrex. Optrex. <laughs> stuff that fizzes. Right. And then the bulb. You can get some good gunk out. Do you go to the doctor to get stuff taken out of your ear? They don't do it anymore. They, they stop doing it. But I used to have right. to go... Well, they just don't shringe 
It's very rare to find someone that will string your ears. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we'll speak to you all next week. Say goodbye, Chiffy. Bye, bye, bye.